This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Siobhan Moran-McFarlane. It's Wednesday the 9th of November. In your Squiz today, America votes in the midterm elections, the Medibank hackers leak some data, consumer confidence goes down, and a right royal drama returns. This is your Squiz today. We touched on this briefly yesterday, Siobhan, and this morning voting is underway across America for the country's midterm elections. The polls will close early afternoon our time. By then, some 120 million citizens will have voted for all 435 House of Representative seats and about a third of the Senate. Yeah, that's exactly right. And the margins are super slim. So the Republicans need a net gain of five seats to win control of the House of Representatives and just one to take over the Senate. And there's a lot at stake for Democratic President Joe Biden as the outcome of these elections will dictate how the rest of his term in office plays out. Now, that's because whoever controls Congress, which is basically like our parliament, controls the legislative agenda. So essentially, they decide which bills get debated or not. And if we look back over history, it's not unusual for the ruling party to lose a stack of seats in the midterms. So strap yourself in. Yeah, and there's been a lot on the minds of Americans in the lead up to these elections. The Republicans have really focused on concerns around the US economy, which is struggling with inflation like many places. It's currently at 8.2%, which is higher than Australia's 7.3%. But while they're really feeling the cost of living pressures, fears about a potential recession seem to have eased slightly. Yes, and that's because the economic outlook has improved there in recent weeks. But social issues have also been important in this campaign. Now, the Democrats have really focused on abortion rights after the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade in June, which saw many women lose their access to terminations. Immigration is also a hot topic as 10.5 million people in the US are considered unauthorised immigrants. And those living along the US-Mexico border are really on the front line. As a record 2 million migrants were detained this year, that's a 24% jump from 2021. There's been a lot of talk about this being a tight race and there's no certainty as to when we'll find out the results because many close results are expected. But if history is anything to go by, the 2018 midterms took two weeks to settle. In the meantime, if you want a thorough and clear breakdown of the US midterms, I'll pop a link in the episode notes to last week's Squiz Shortcut and that really sets the scene on all of this. Siobhan, we mentioned yesterday that whoever's behind the Medibank hack had threatened to release customer data if the company didn't pay a ransom. And overnight, the hacker made good on that threat, releasing some details, including phone numbers and Medicare numbers, onto a dark web forum. 
Yes, so this happened after Medibank boss David Koskar said the health insurance company wouldn't pay any ransom because there was no guarantee the data wouldn't be leaked anyway, and it could even encourage more criminals to try and steal Aussie's personal information in the future. But as you say, some people's personal details were published on the dark web early this morning. Now, the dark web is often used by criminals as it's not viewable to most people. Reports say it's a sample and the hacker says they will continue posting data, but they just need some time to make it pretty, as their words, and readable to humans as apparently the original files are all in some weird format. There are 9.7 million affected customers, so there are a lot of people Mm. watching and waiting on this situation. Yes, there are. And Medibank could also be facing another battle in the future. Two law firms also said yesterday that they're looking into a potential class action for the victims of the breach. Siobhan, the Australian man who killed 51 people when he opened fire at two mosques in Christchurch in 2019, yesterday filed an appeal against the convictions and sentence that he was handed in March 2020. Yeah, it's been a few years. So just for a bit of a recap, Brenton Tarrant initially pleaded not guilty to the deadliest mass shooting in New Zealand's history, but he later changed his plea to guilty. Now, that led to him becoming the first person to be sentenced to life in prison without any chance of parole in New Zealand. We don't know yet what his grounds for appeal are, but his lawyers say he has suffered inhumane treatment while in custody. New Zealand's Muslim community has spoken up about this in the past. They said an appeal would cause more harm to the grieving families of victims. And Kiwi PM Jacinda Ardern has echoed that sentiment. She says the appeal is an attempt by Tarrant to re-victimise people. A new survey shows consumer confidence is at its lowest level since the start of the pandemic in April 2020, Siobhan. In simple terms, that's got to do with how we're feeling about the economy. Yeah, that's right. And it seems we're feeling much less confident after the latest interest rate hike and the new federal budget that was revealed last month in particular. More than a third of us said we're feeling worse off financially, and that could have serious consequences for retailers as we head into the silly season, with about 40% of people saying they expect to spend less this Christmas, which is the most on record. Despite all that, Household spending actually spiked in September. The official data says we're splashing out on things like clothes, outings and household items. And as for how interest rate increases are affecting the spending mojo of those with a mortgage, experts say it usually takes a few months for us to change our behaviour. So those confidence levels could go down even further. A message now from our podcast partner, BHP. The steel made from iron ore plays an important role in providing the production of our energy infrastructure, from wind turbines to power poles. So cutting carbon emissions in iron ore production is key. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power its port facilities at Port Headland. It's happening now at BHP. Siobhan, I know you're all across this one and you've probably got your weekend viewing sorted, 
because the latest season of The Crown drops tonight. <laughs> That's very funny, weekend viewing. I like that. But <laughs> it's been two years since the last series dropped, Alice, and there's a lot of mega fans hanging out for this. And it could be the best season yet because it covers the very tumultuous 1990s. Now, that includes Charles and Diana's divorce, her controversial BBC interview where she said there were three people in their marriage and the scandal known as Tampon Gate. Now, I am not going to explain that here, <laughs> so you'll have to just watch and find out for yourself. As a side note and very personal level, I'm also fully prepared to feel very conflicted watching this series because I'm thinking I might start to find former Prime Minister John Major attractive because he's being played by the rather handsome Johnny Lee Miller. What is a girl going to do? <laughs> Johnny Lee Miller is very <laughs> handsome. And nothing brings royalists and republicans together quite like some rehashed royal drama. So I'm sure Netflix is going to get loads of eyeballs on this season. Mm-hmm. If you want to tune in, you can binge all 10 episodes from tonight. Siobhan, before we go, this is only our second podcast together, but it won't be our last. So before we sign off today, we wanted to say thank you to the audience for welcoming us so warmly. We really love doing this every day. Yeah, absolutely. And for those who are wondering, Claire isn't going anywhere. She'll be sharing the load with us. And you'll hear her on our new podcast launching this Saturday, aptly named Saturday Squiz. It's her and Kate, the original Squiz Today team, hitting the microphones to lift the lid on the news conversations we're having at Squiz HQ. Yeah, we can't wait for that. As you've come to expect from us, Saturday Squiz is all about keeping you informed across the weekend and into next week. So as you say, Siobhan, think news, a look ahead at the week coming up and also some recommendations. In the meantime, we'll be back tomorrow. Chat to you then. Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shape next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.